0: Welcome to 2022 and Random Fit. I am Wendy Batts here with my colleague, Ken Miller. How are you, Ken?
1: Uh, Wendy, I am awesome. Good seeing you again.
0: You too. Happy New Year.
1: Yeah, Happy New Year to you (laughs) and yours.
0: And yours and yours. Um, Ready
1: ready to rock. Ready to rock. Ready to rock. Here we go.
0: You know what? New Year's means new beginnings. And so today we're talking about auditing your New Year's resolution because Oftentimes, we have all of these things that we are going to change. This is our year. We're going to make new new changes, make great things happen. And then usually within the first couple of weeks, mine go down the drain pretty quickly. And so <laughs> that's why we're going to talk this week about trying to audit and set realistic goals, because I think that's where oftentimes I know myself, I aim super high. And unfortunately, you know, once I start to not get even close to my goal, then I just say, you know what, screw it. I'll try it next year.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When you, when you get to the point, it's like September, you're like, Oh, you know what I had, I remember oh, really? setting yeah. goals. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, you know what I got, I got a few months left. You know, why should I even keep, keep going at it? But I, you know, this, this is one of those things that, um, you know, as somebody who makes New Year's, I have friends that say, you know what, forget it. You know, the, the whole thing about setting up New Year's resolutions you know the the moment you think about it, whether it's January one or June one or September fifteenth, whatever the date may be. Um, I don't know where September fifteenth came from, but <laughs> the the idea is that the the second you make a decision, you know that's when you should start making moves and start planning to work towards that goal. So when it comes to working with people or even myself, it's you got to really evaluate. You know you know, is this a a realistic thing or is this something that I'm going to stick with this year compared to years prior? So Mm -hmm. what I think we really want to cover today in this podcast (laughs) is the fact that, hey, you know what? Great. Have your goals. Know, you know, know why they're going to be important to you. Again, one of the components of, of setting goals and, you know, just to set yourself up for success. So why should this year, you know, why, why can't this year be any different than, than other years where or why should it fall under the same path, I guess is what I'm trying to say, uh, you know, to, to set yourself up and make things, you know, get, you know, pave the road to, you know, getting what you actually want by, by the end of the year.
0: Yeah. And I think, you know, I think it's important to just kind of start out by thinking, well, why do goals fail? And I think the number one is I know for myself, I aim very, very high. I'm very competitive. I'm, you know, I I set these goals. Sometimes I'm looking at it like, well, and when I set these goals and I'm like, okay, this is my year to do it. It's like, you know what, is it really realistic? And so those kind of go hand in hand for me. Sometimes I aim too high and then it's like, you know what, it really wasn't realistic. And so That's, that's one thing. But then too, it's like, you know what, somebody like Ken, like if you came and said, this is one of your goals, I'm like, you know what, that's a good goal to have. I'm going to also put that on my list. You know, if it wasn't on my list to begin with, then maybe it really wasn't that important to me. So I think it's, it's very important for it to be important for you in order for you to start to make the right steps. And then at that point, I think one of the the main things is, is you have to commit to those goals. You have to say, you know what, these are things that I am going to do this year. I And then it's not that I want to do. If you say want, want and need, um, you know, and then have to do, I think are completely different ways of looking at things. Like, it's like, this is my changes. This is what I want for myself. This is what's going to better me. So I think it's important to think about how it's going to, you know, change your life in hopefully a positive manner. And of course, most of the time we're going to talk about, I know that's what we're talking about today is a lot about when you're thinking about being in the gym, thinking about working out, thinking about doing cardio. And then of course, nutritional changes. I mean, those are usually the primary ones. If you look on realistic goals, like what are the ones people set? Those are usually the top three.
1: Right. Usually. and Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, there is some foundation that needs to be to be laid out and, you know, and working with people with physical, you know, health, wellness, performance goals, um, you know, just to get into it, Wendy, you know, one of the things what the, uh, the acronym is SMART, right? When we look at goals and the different components of goal setting, um, we need to make SMART goals, right? So the first thing being, you know, we want it to be specific. And that's the S. M, measurable, A, attainable, R, realistic, and and T is for timely. So, you know, and that's one of the things we're, well, we're going to go over all of these components, but I think when we when we talk about goals and setting goals and, you know, what we typically hear, and I know you hear this a lot, and I hear this a lot being in the industries that we, we are in, um, you know, being specific, like, you know, I want to lose weight, you know, again, to pick on one specific goal, but one of the things that you have to talk about is, well, what kind of weight? you want? Are you okay with losing fat and muscle or just losing 20 pounds no matter where it comes from? So one of the things that I like to talk about with my clients is, okay, well, let's try and really define what 20 pounds looks like and, and means to you. So you know, when it comes to being specific, what are some of the things that you could come across, Wendy, as far as clarifying what a client really wants to achieve or even for you yourself.
0: Well, I think, you know, when, when they say I want to lose a specific number, one of the first questions that I would ask you is, well, why that number? You know, why, why 20 pounds? Like, why not 30 pounds? Why not five pounds? And so I think it's important to find out what the um, attachment is to that particular number. And then to your point, then it goes, you know, down the line of, okay, well, you know, if we think about, the, the measurable part of that, I think those kind of go hand in hand, especially if it's a weight loss goal that someone has, because Mm -hmm. how am I going to measure it? So I do circumference measurements with like tape. Um, I will, you know, because if somebody wants to become leaner, they may not see a drop in the scale. And that's, what's really hard for someone to understand. And there is no such thing as muscle weighs more than fat. You know, your weight is your weight. However, the the density, the size of it will matter. As you start to lose fat, you will lean out. And so there is a difference in how you look, even though there may not be a difference in, you know, in the actual scale. And so sometimes people are like, I have been eating really well. I'm doing my cardio. I'm working out three to five times a week and I'm doing all this stuff right. I'm not seeing any changes in the number on the scale. Then at that point, if I've taken the measurements and I say, yeah, but you've dropped two inches, two inches in your waistline or your arms are now like very defined. I can see, you know, like your shoulders. I can see these things that we couldn't see before. So I think it's important when we start to become specific, yes, find out what the attachment is to different numbers, if it's weight loss, but then think about measurable, like how you're going to measure that, but then also make sure that it's, you know, comes down to attainable, which is, is this something that somebody really realistically can do? Like if somebody weighs a hundred pounds and they want to lose 20 pounds, that's, that's to me not attainable or realistic because like, why, <laughs> unless yeah, you're, right. you know, you know, that's not healthy. And so I think too, you know, all of this needs to like kind of go hand in hand. And so when you're asking for that, it's like, it's hard for me not to go down the entire list because they really do play on each other.
1: They do. Um,
0: you know, I don't know about you on the measurable side If you know, like when we're talking about that, how do, how do you measure goals?
1: Well, I, you know, I, I like to I like to bring up an, uh, my one of my first clients um, when I went back to when I moved back to San Diego and I was working at uh, one of the box gyms. One of my first clients was her name's Lori, and she came to me, you know, because you know she just wanted to be smaller. Now, when it comes to goal setting, that's a very just a that's an ambiguous goal. Say, so I just want to be smaller, right? Which a lot of times we can take that as a, you know i want to lose weight i want to lose fat i want to lose 10 pounds 20 pounds but she just wanted to be smaller and over time i think by the time i had to move facilities and um you know change positions then you know it, it meant letting her go but to look at our progress over the two three years that we worked worked together she lost three pounds on the scale right so you talk about measurable so Three pounds on the scale but she had gone from a size 10 slash 12 down to a four slash six right so she she went down more than a few um dress sizes which her husband didn't like me all that much because it meant her buying a whole new wardrobe right but smaller i mean physically became smaller as far as the the clothes that she wore and you know so if we were to look at being measurable you know, you, you have to look at, well, how are we going to measure success? What are going to be our, you know, for lack of a better phrase, what are key performance indicators or KPIs? It just doesn't have to be a business-related acronym. But, you know, how are you gauging the success of your progress, right? So if someone says, I want to be smaller, does that mean, like like you said, Wendy, you, you, weigh, you weigh less or do you physically look smaller? So, again, that density – difference between a pound of muscle versus a pound of fat they both weigh the same but they take up different amounts of space so for her you know we we lost the three pounds but what that equated to once we took our circumference measurements as you brought up Wendy is the fact that we looked at her density of course we referred to the charts when it when we kind of took her tape measurements from her arm her torso her hips her thighs and then we calculated that she lost 11 pounds of fat and she had put on 8 pounds of muscle with the difference of you know the 3 pounds so that's that's quite a big shift as far as her density goes and and hence the you know going from a size 12 pants down to a size 4 pants and this and and Lori is you know she was 5'11 6 feet right oh, wow. so yeah so yeah, we crazy. wound up finding I mean, it it actually became evident what our measurables were, which is like, okay, you know, every few months she was like shopping for new clothes because she couldn't fit into her old ones. So what was like a very small shift on the scale, which by there we couldn't gauge that as successful. But, you know, by looking at the clothes that she actually wore, that was where we we found and stumbled upon where, you know, she actually looked smaller. So that's. That that wound up being our measurable. So not everything has to be numbers. It it could be dress sizes. It could be pants sizes, shirt sizes, things like that. So you got to find something that works for you.
0: Yes. And if you are just now joining us, I'm Wendy Batts here with Ken Miller. And today we're talking about auditing your New Year's resolutions and really just making sure that you're setting very specific goals. And so when we talk about specific goals, we're talking really about SMART goals. And so far we've talked about S being specific. And then, of course, the M being measurable, which we just went into detail about. So when we talk about A and attainable, um, Ken, when you think about attainable and you're trying to to talk to your clients and when we're talking about, I mean, hopefully all of you fitness enthusiasts out there, when you're talking about attainable, how do you describe that to someone?
1: Well, you know, I'm the last one to want (laughs) to dash someone's dreams and say, no, that's not going to happen, right? (laughs) Because everything is possible um you you just have to figure out okay is this and you mentioned commitment earlier and consistently are you a consistency are you going to be able to put this much energy effort and time into your goals so you know i just recently I, i i took on a new client a couple months ago and one of the things that he shared with me was you know he sent me some pictures of you know the the body type that he wants to work towards and of course you know six-pack abs, broad, you know, broad cannonball shoulders, you know, defined quads, all the good stuff. And, you know, here we are, we're looking at, you know, him who's, you know, in his his 50s, and then these pictures of models that are, you know, who are in their 20s easily. So I'm the last one to say, you know what, this is not an attainable goal, right? You've got, Mm -hmm. you're trying to rewind the hand, you know, bring back the clock, you know, hands of time, and you're trying to recapture where, you know, what, you know, you were, you know, 20, 30 years ago. But, you know, as far as attainable goes, yeah, you could do it. You just have to, okay, are you, all the things you said, are you, how's your exercise routine? Um, what's your recovery like? How's your nutrition? You know, so those, the the, the more, I guess, the, the broader or the longer reach for your goal, that's going to be, more that you're going to have to exert in, in energy, time and effort to get there. So anybody can get anything, right? It's just, do you have the commitment and the willpower to get it? Right. Yeah.
0: And I'm the same with you, you know, and I think, you know, the A, which is attainable goes into really the R for me is realistic, and when I say realistic, like you said, you know, you've got an older gentleman that's looking at these, you know, fitness models. Usually that's where they're finding them on on magazines where that's what their job is, is to look a certain way in order to um, in order to get the the job or, earn, you know, to land whatever deal that they're trying to do. But for, you know, what's been hard is what you see on social media sometimes, what you see on on television yeah. shows. And there's one particular show that has been out for multiple, multiple seasons, and you know the overall outcome are people that are overweight, um, extremely overweight, obese, and yeah. that you know they're they're you know we see an hour of them on television working with trainers, literally um, getting their tail kicked, and you know they're working hard. There's tears that have been shed, and you know there there was one episode where the trainer put on um, like, you know, some kind of like vest and they were pulling a semi truck, you know, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, what is the outcome for that? I mean, yes, you know, I have clients do sled pushes. I have them do, you know, maybe a parachute run or something where there's resistance or something like that. But it's like, you know, realistically when they would get back on the scale every single week, there were like a tremendous amount of, of, of pounds that were shed. And so, you know, they're saying, well, I saw on television that I could actually lose 10 pounds in one week, and I want to be able to do that because I want to lose 20 pounds in a month, and I think I can do it. Now, anybody can do something like that, but is it healthy? Why? And then on top of that, when you're watching a television show, you don't know what is going on in the background. Plus, these individuals are extremely overweight, so they have a ton of weight to lose. And in the very beginning, when they start doing something and they haven't been doing anything, they're going to lose weight at a more rapid pace. But eventually, they're going to plateau, and they're going to have to change it up and do something different. Plus, somebody's cooking their food. Someone's, you know, they they are being watched 24/7 that we don't see on the back end. And so I think a lot of times when we're talking about realistic, you know, whether it's, you know, setting numbers at a timeline that's not realistic. And or you think about, okay, I'm going to start doing this particular diet, you know, and, and you didn't really talk to a registered dietitian. You didn't speak with your physician. You have to be careful with that kind of stuff because. Oftentimes you may start this quote diet, it may actually allow you to lose weight, you may see some changes that you're very, very happy with. But how attainable is that, you know, too. So that's why I said they kind of go hand in hand, because you know what, if you're never eating a certain, you know, type of macronutrient that is important for you, and you're working out really, really hard, because you're on a Christmas break or a spring break, Or whatever it is, can you realistically maintain that as well as your lifestyle, you know, the work life balance, self-care, you know, that we always talk about that people are missing is that balance. And so I think, you know, I'm going to pass it over to you here in a second, Ken, but I think, you know, attainable and realistic to me, very, very important. And something that I really think that, that when you're setting goals, this is why people fail is because it's not realistic into what they truly can fit into their lifestyle. Right.
1: Right. Exactly. I mean, and it's, and it's and it's and it is a big thing to to manage expectations from that standpoint, because when you when you have to, you know, open up that chapter in the book uh, that they have to be able to, you know, we this is what it's going to look like. Right. And it's, you know, can can we look like? Yeah. But how, how long is that going to be realistic when you're working 60 hours a week? You've got, you know, I'm not saying kids are an excuse, but, you know, you've got obligations, family you've got social you've got um you know career obligations you know those are the things that have to be considered and put into the pot and into the equation because you can get there like we said you know those transformation shows you know a lot of people don't realize they have physical therapists they have doctors they have massage therapists They're, so there's a lot of behind the camera work that's being done are you, you know, are these guys getting that the second they leave the set and they leave, you know, the whatever that the camp that they're in, you know, are they going to be able to supplement that or find a support system that's going to help them get there because it is such an aggressive uh, format for those for those shows. But, you know, even to take that to a fraction of the degree of, you know, what is maintenance, what does maintenance look like, what is what is time frame look like, you um, A lot of people want to do the work. Yeah. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to, I'm going to run. I'm going to, I'm going to cook my meals. But the the question is, is when are you going to do it? Right. Right. Which I think is the wall that a lot of us hit. So it's like, great. We know what to do, but when it, where's that going to fall into your calendar? For me, I have to get up at two 30 in the morning. If I want to, (laughs) you know, if I want to get my meditation in, you know, prepare my meals for the day. Uh, you know, get my kids ready and, and and all of that good stuff to, for me to, to get there. I mean, there's a lot of ways I'm not saying it's impossible. It's just put some forth, you have to put the forethought into it. It's like, you, you know what to do, when are you going to do it? And how's that going to fit into your schedule, which, you know, goes into the whole equation of, okay, is it realistic with everything else that has to be balanced in your life?
0: Yep. And we're talking about auditing your New Year's resolution. I'm here with uh, Ken Miller. My name is Wendy Batts on Random Fit. And so far we've talked about our SMART goals. We've talked about specific, measurable, attainable, and then realistic. And then now we're going to talk about timely. And I think this is also another thing that when we're setting goals, we need to be very specific in time and then make sure that the time frame that we're putting this in is realistic. So for example, I usually run a half marathon um, in April with my family the last weekend of April. Um, And this is something that we have done for multiple, multiple years. And it's one way that I try to work on trying to keep my family engaged in doing physical activity. And even though I'm not a huge fan on running all the time, I'm actually not a runner. It's something that I know gets people outside. It gets my family moving and it gets them thinking about, oh, if I don't start to do something now, when actually that day comes for the half, I'm gonna be miserable. Um, and I've done that multiple times personally. However, my family has been very good about it because you know they, they are scheduling it out and they know this is something that we really try to plan on to do together. And so the last one with the T being timely, I think when you're writing down your goal, if I say, okay, in April, I need to run 13.1 miles, and this is January 1st, I'm giving myself time to put in the mileage, and I'm actually going to have to work backwards on, you know, looking at different running programs, and if I'm going from like couch to nothing, you know, like I haven't been running at all. And now I want to actually go to this goal. Four months is actually a pretty good timeframe for me to, to be realistic and do it safely. And so it's something that I think is good. Now, if I haven't been running and I am like, okay, you know, I think I'm going to run a half at the end of the month, that's probably not the safest things for your joints. Now I'm not saying you can't do it, but if you also want to run, you know, a five to seven minute mile for 13.1 and you haven't been running to me, that's not realistic. It's, you know, can someone do it? Absolutely. You know, if they have some kind of foundation to run. So I think when we're talking about timely, this is where a lot of times people fall off is because they say they want to lose a certain amount of weight. They say they're committed to doing it, but they don't give themselves a realistic timeline in order to complete it. And then doing check-ins to make sure that they're making, you know, really good gains to hit that end goal at that end time that was set. And I think that's where a lot of times we fail I'm not for me as a trainer. I'm always looking every four to six weeks, making sure they're moving correctly, making sure my clients are happy, making sure that we're seeing the progress. But, you know, setting that time, I think, is very, very important and often, unfortunately, I've overlooked.
1: Definitely. How how far is the run that that you do in April? 13.1 smile.
0: Yeah, 13.1. I did a marathon one time, one time. I wanted to do something really stupid for myself before I turned 25. And I'm like, you know what? There's a marathon I'm going to run. I didn't train right for it. I was working super late hours because I was working my my real job. And then I had a weekend job in order to try to pay off my student loans. And so I would run with a friend just for fun. And we would run just a few times. Then we'd go pig out because we just figured that we burned all these calories. We might as well eat them. And the day of the marathon, I was at 16.5 two miles and i thought oh instead of thinking i just ran 16 (laughs) miles i thought to myself i've got 10 more to go and i want to die it was not my thing i'm not a runner but you know when i i and then i couldn't move for a week i'm like this is ridiculous who does this and you know what those marathon and and ultra marathoners and iron man guys like i love you dearly because the fact that you can do that and you love it all the power to you just not my thing and i'm not yeah. i'm not kidding i started running with this guy i thought he was so handsome i'm like man this guy this is
1: pre- well, there you boyfriend, go
0: boyfriend pre, pre-husband pre pre-everything i was single and then it's like what i actually went on a date with him he got my number i was like yeah i, I scored a bit. He's, a runner, he's got a good career and then i went on the date and i'm like what was wrong with me like i, I would like i didn't even think it was the same person i was literally out of my mind yeah so just so you know, be careful we're doing stupid things like that. Set smart goals, people.
1: Well, it, it's up. good that you, you got to the point where you could, could actually see their face. When I ran my my I, again, that was a bucket list checkoff for me. All I saw was the backs of people's backs, right? I don't I wasn't looking at anybody's faces, just people just passing me up. So that so yeah. again, the, to your point, I checked that I checked that one off. But um, again, the, back to the, the whole timely thing. I I did the same thing, you know, over whatever, 10 years I've run, I don't know, 18, 19 half marathons, but for the goal of, okay, I want to lose weight. So one way it's going to keep me accountable is to sign up for these races, right? Mostly, mostly half marathons, a couple 10 Ks here and there, but um, I don't know. I had more than a handful of times to where it was, you know, couch to half marathon, you know, cause I'd look at my watch and go, Oh geez, I got a marathon, a half marathon next weekend. I should get a couple of runs in. And so, over time, it was okay. When you talk about setting specific goals, that's when I started saying, okay, I want to run my half under this time, or I want to be able to, um, you know, run, you know, run without injury. You know, you know, you're getting kind of older when your goal has to be without injury, right? You have yeah, to add you want that You to get in out of there. bed
0: the next day? I think you're yeah, asking I want. That, so. <laughs> And in all reality, I'm the exact same ways. You know, like I'm pretty active in my my career. You know, I'm I'm constantly like moving around. I'm moving weights around. I'm showing and demoing and doing all this stuff. So I'm like, you know, am I in pretty good shape? I mean, yes, I'm in pretty good shape in order to do my job. However, I wasn't in pretty good running shape. And so every single year I get on that starting line, like, man, I really wish I would have actually trained for this the right way. Because one year I set a goal, a very specific time goal. I actually had a friend of mine who was a runner that said he was going to run with me the entire time. He's actually someone that I work very closely with. And he's like, we're going to hit this goal. For him, it was like, do you know, he probably could have walked. But for me, I felt like I was like, I was running as fast as I possibly could because I ran sprints. Like I was a sprinter. Mm -hmm. I was not a long distance runner. So running long distance is completely not my thing. But again, I wanted to do this. I had set a goal for myself and literally we were on mile number 18. And he was like, if we don't book it, you're not going to hit your goal. And I'm like, Oh, I've already ran 18 miles. Like I'm hitting this goal. And he was like, well, then <laughs> don't drink any water. We got to run. And I literally thought I was seeing stars. I'm like, this is not good. Oh, no. And you know what? I hit that goal by 10 seconds.
1: Wow. 10
0: seconds. I crossed that line and people like my husband was standing there. Everyone's like, she's not going to make it. She's not going to make it. I'm like, the hell I'm not. I'm running as fast as I can. He's like, sprint, run as fast as you can. And something kicked in where like I sprinted across that line. But if I wouldn't have done it, I wouldn't have made it. And literally people are like, she's not going to do it. I'm like, where's the positive attitude? I am going to do it. So just so you know, people, you can do it. You just have to put it in your mind. It's your mindset. Yeah, and those of you are joining your, us, yeah. we are watching or talking about auditing your New Year's resolutions. <laughs> and It is super important that you audit them. It's super important yeah. that they're smart goals, and there's also just a ton of different things to consider when you set goals for yourself. And this is a new year. This is a new time for you guys to become, you know, like just become smart in your in your thinking, especially if there's specific goals you want to hit.
1: <laughs> right, and I mean, and you can you know you can do the whole vision board thing, but if you have those. Components down, right? Is it specific? Is it, you know how are you measuring it? Are you, are you taking the whole picture in mind? And and do you have a deadline? Do you have a date? You know what's the saying, Wendy? You know uh, a goal without a due date is just a dream, right? Oh, I like
0: that. Where did you like see a,
1: that? I'm not. I'm like I don't know. It's something that just kind of been rattling around in my head. Um, maybe it's a you, Tony. I mean, hey, maybe Robbins. you should trademark
0: that if that's not yeah,
1: somebody no, else. No, no, I'm not taking any credit for that because someone's gonna. <laughs> ping me and say, Hey, wait a second. I hear you are stealing my phrase, but you know, you gotta have that. Time, or it's just a dream. It's just, you know, it's just, you know, something you did on, on a whim. Um, but you know, it's, uh, these are the things you want to, you know, just put it down. You know, one of the things that I say to, to my clients is have a three by five card, right? And I'm just going to pull a three by five card right here. It's something I keep really a three by five card. I don't know what's, that's, uh, you know, uh, mm-hmm. you, you have that three by five card, have the goal, Um, you know, written down and, you know, remind yourself every day and and keep it on the, on the forefront because, you know, everything, every thought that you have, every, every moment that you have available to, you know, kind of think about where you are in life, you know, whatever that goal may be, you know, is, is your decision, is your next decision getting you a step closer or a step farther away from that goal, right? So, Well, and I think,
0: you know, know. to that point, then we also have to think about, you know, the challenges that we also are going to come across. Because, you know, we can set these goals. We can say, you know what, today is the day I'm going to start this. I'm going to make I'm I'm going to change and I want to change. But you also have to think about what are going to be your roadblocks and then how are you going to get past those roadblocks? And so it's the little things that I think sometimes we can actually we already know, like for me, it's timing. And it's like, I know that I should cook dinners more. I need to do meal prep on on the weekends in order for me to do, you know, like really good meals throughout the week. I need to plan it out and sitting down. I need to put that in my calendar. And I think that's one thing. Schedule time for yourself. We've already talked about self-care, you know, taking care of yourself, your own workouts. Then also think about, you know, like, you know, what are you going to be eating throughout the week? In order to spend less money, make a shopping list. Stick to that shopping list. Try to avoid buying the the you know junk food that we all love. Um, we're gonna you know think about what we ate over the holidays and what we need to do to counteract all those empty calories we probably drink and then probably sweets that we don't usually have within our diet and you know and i'm like you you know what i have to think and i'm reaching for this here but i have little sticky notes everywhere and so this is something that my little son drew for me it's it's him it's his monster truck and my monster truck this is a monster truck y'all if you can't see it it's his drawing he's five he loves monster trucks and and his thing is, is like he wants to do more family things that's his goal which means it now needs to be mine too And so I'm like, if you could do anything this year, what is it? And he's like, spend more time with you, mommy. I drew us monster trucks. And I'm like, I put these little post-it notes there, like, you know, positive um, affirmations, things that are going to try to keep me like, you know, aiming towards the things that I need to do to better myself, but then also better who I am as a parent, a mom, and just my career overall.
1: Right. And since you shared a post-it note, here's, here's one for me. It's like, failure is your friend and what? i keep that more more as a mindset you know to to keep things going and and don't be afraid of failing because everybody fails and when it comes to failure that's that's how we learn that's how we make progress that's how you know that you're trying is when you know you hit those road you know those those speed bumps and you know unless, unless you're failing you you're not trying and that's and that's the whole thing about goals right so you know, I know that our conversation has been biased towards body composition change, but, you know, easily goal setting can be for performance. It could be just mm-hmm. something as reading more. But, you know, overall, you know, the, the reminders are, are, are key. You know, first thing you look at in the morning, you know, refine it, redo it. You know, it's the last thing you look at at night. That way your brain, while you're sleeping, it's still working for you. Right. It's mm-hmm. still working, helping you towards the goals. You just have to remind the brain what it's trying to work for. Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah,
0: so and try to keep it positive. Don't go to bed with all the, all the, you know, the baggage that you thought about, all the negative stuff throughout the day. And that's, right. um, and that's why we wanted to do this. So we're auditing your New Year's resolution with Wendy yeah. Batts and Ken Miller on Random Fit. And, you know, I think my key takeaways are if you are going to set goals, make sure they're smart. And again, just to reiterate what SMART stands for it's specific, it's measurable they're attainable, realistic, and they're timely. Those are the things that when you sit down for each goal that you have, if you have three different goals, you want to put smart goals with each one of those three, look at it, reevaluate it, maybe even, and, you know, pass it to a friend. And one thing that I strongly suggest, no matter what it is, and like you said, Ken, it doesn't have to be about weight loss. It doesn't have to be about, you know, nutrition, whatever your goals are, have a buddy, hold Let them hold you accountable. Like if I was going to read more, you know, and Ken was my buddy system, it'd be like, hey, you know, did you read any this week? You know what? I didn't, but I need to schedule this time to do it on Sunday. So then I'm starting over on a new week, you know, towards my goal, if that's what it was, what it was. And I think buddy system, you know, like, you know, trying to become more active if you're not, you know, currently active, it could be something as simple as. We've heard this all the time, park further away than when you're, you know, so you have to walk, you know, walk more, you know, try to drive less, walk more, is that like move more, eat less type thing. Um, You know, like I said, do the shopping list, you know, be, call your friends your family I mean you know during the pandemic people were calling everyone all the time now the pandemic is quote over but now kind of rehappening again I'm starting to get phone calls again for people I hadn't talked to in like almost a year I'm like wait where have you been they're like oh well I was trying to get back in my life but now I'm homebound so what's up
1: <laughs> yeah exactly so. um yeah and I and I think you know with with all those points you know just you know the positive affirmations, that's, that's, you know, and, and you touched on that already. And that's, that's something that we just have to keep in mind. It's like, you know, you're smart, you're funny, and darn it, people like you, right? <laughs> so if you, if you say that to yourself, <laughs> uh, was that, a Saturday Night Live uh, little <laughs> skip there uh, uh, back in the day, but uh, yes. here's the thing, you know, just, you got to remind yourself, you know, you're, you're a good person, you know, you keep trying and, you know, nothing's going to stop you, but you. So, you know, with all of that, I think uh, we've given some people, or I'm sorry, hopefully all of our listeners, something to think about when it comes to, you know, what does it really take to, you know, see success when it comes to setting your goals for this year's New Year's resolutions, if that's something that you do. So, Wendy, thank you again, as always, for all the the experience and the knowledge that you shared today. And it's always great working with you.
0: Well, I think the one the another key takeaway is if you're going to run oh. a half marathon, make sure you get to training too, right? But <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. At least get two runs in before before running day. Um, but yeah, it's without injury. I mean, with do whatever marathon. without injury. You know, with yes. the the parentheses, just making sure that's part of the goal. So
0: <laughs> super fun. So thanks for thanks for doing this with me today.
1: Yeah, always fun as always, but. Looking forward to more as we get into 2022. So for all of you guys listening to listening to us here on Random Fit, thank you so much, as always. Um, if there's something that you want us to talk about on this platform, please like, follow, share, subscribe, comment, and we will be more than happy to join you again talking about the things you guys want to hear about. So until next time, take care and be well. Thank <laughs> you.